This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation 8 plus years in that game's meaning combined and 99 episodes. I'd like to thank you oh, yeah. for joining us for this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers. Might be something that interests you. If you do support us on Patreon, you can watch us record the show live whenever we do it. We actually, we actually may... We should probably set the time for next week. We've also been one hundo. Probably should like pre book a time. Not right now, though. Not right now because we're, we're recording this. I don't know what's going on. Even I have no idea. Um, we can watch us record this show live whenever we do do it on the Saturday or the Sunday prior. Uh, if you want to support the podcast on your body, here's popcultures.com slash shopping. My shirts like this and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Yours is clean. Before oh, is the, it? Before the washing machine broke. Nice. Saying that, I think the Coke in that shirt may have broke the washing machine. Oh. There's a lot of Coke in that shirt. I don't think that's how it works. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, are also on, we are also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. Yes, we are. Where we play games. <sighs> Fuck you. Why? What'd I do? Roping me back into the wrestling <laughs> business. <laughs> Fuck you. In true hashtag this week, influencer. This week I've watched like 15 hours of it. <laughs> WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Yeah. Not to mention all the YouTube videos of all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Monday was... I know we normally start the show with wrestling. We probably shouldn't. But yeah, we watched WrestleMania on Monday. It was a great day. It was you, myself, and Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig from Mullet Show. We watched... Like, I watched all of it. So front... Like, kickoff. I think I missed the first match. So yeah, you missed kickoff and first match. So you, you were still kickoff. on like five hours of wrestling on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you've kind of gone... So you watch the weeklies as well. I'm testing the waters. Max was yeah. messaging me throughout Mania, and then he messaged me the next day, going, "Man, Raw was pretty, pretty cool." Good. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, then he watched back and he's like, "Man, that was, that's <laughs> not bad." <laughs> right. NXT, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, these kids put on a show. Yeah, man, like I am. I'm influencing up a storm right now. Mm. It's good mm. though. It's fucking good shit. You're an advocate, oh. just like Paul Heyman. Oh, yeah. Mm, you could do the top there. Yeah, my but- name is Ryan Betson. Here, my client. <laughs> my client. Josh <laughs> Saunders. Saunders. Josh Saunders. <laughs> 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 puffed out just walking to the ring. <laughs> Can't reach the top rope to pull myself in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the stairs are there. They're for people like me. Yeah. To actually walk up. But seeing that, I did see Alexa Bliss get. Like, she's five foot nothing, mm. and she was like, mm. and just got up like like no gravity. Just, mm. Mm. I don't know how she does it. No, there was lots. There was pretty cool moments this week. Yeah, the Undertaker. Oh, spoilers! Having Taker rock up because I was kind of. I knew half when thing. he's like, you know, the next man that interrupts me is a dead man. I'm so like, I was here half it comes. Man, I was half paying attention. His face. Yeah. Pung, he goes. <laughs> 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 if you rewatch it, you see Eliza's face. Even if the bell tolls, his his head goes back. He's like, "This one poked him in the butt a little yeah, bit." Yeah, <laughs> like a surprise rectal exam. Because <laughs> it was great. Because I was I was hanging James's clothes on the clothes horse, mm. and I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. "Next comes me a dead man, huh?" <gasps> <laughs> 
<laughs> he's looking old. He looks so old. He's looking in better shape. Yeah. But he's looking old. Yeah. For, for, for having seen him la- la- late last year, mm. like, I'm like, it's not Undertaker. And I know that Vince <laughs> is mad with him right now for some <laughs> other stuff. So I'm like, that's not Undertaker. That's the fake Undertaker. Fake Taker. Yeah, fake Taker or the Underfaker. Yeah, that storyline's been done before. Let's not talk about it. Fucking Let's before. not talk. Shh. Here I am thinking I was being all up. It was know? like in the 90s, I think. Damn. It was bad. I think it was like Big Boss Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly. It was ridiculous. So. But are you, have you in, have you been enjoying it though? Yeah. Like I've roped you in, but not like I've given you like heroin or no, something. No, like I don't sit there for and watch it. Yeah, okay. I put it on the laptop next to me while I'm playing The Division yeah. or... Well, the benefit of like the commentary team is that a lot of them will give you the beats you need to know to yeah. sort of, even yeah. though you hate Michael Cole, like it, it gives you the details so you can kind of vaguely watch it. I myself, I'm glued to that shit for like the three hours that it's on. It's enough to keep up. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll keep up. We'll see. We'll see. And the, the thing is, I didn't realise is that they've removed the rematch clause for titles. Yeah, that happened. Which yeah. means they don't have to do backlash, which is why we have money in the bank next month. Because normally backlash is the first one where everyone gets their rematches yeah. after WrestleMania. So at the end of last year, when they were like, when the ratings were literally the lowest they've ever been, they're like, uh, you are the authority now and you guys are sick of seeing the same matches. Rematch clause is gone. Unless we choose to do it. Like they Everyone's didn't. like, wait, there are rematches we want. Like, you know, Daniel Bryan mm. challenging Kofi back and stuff. But yeah, but then they give it to, they give it to the ones you don't want, like mm. Kofi, uh, sorry, like the Revival versus Kurt yeah. and Zach for some reason. Yeah. I think it was just to prove that it wasn't a fluke. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, games. Games. What games have you been playing, man? Not much. I've been watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> now, more Division 2. I finally pulled the trigger on into the Gungeon. Oh, did you jump on it too? Yeah, I bought it last night. Oh, I'll have to I'll pick it up then. Played a bit. Is it multiplayer? Yeah. Are oh, you party? I'm on the wrong console. Oh, you fuck bitch. Um, Wait. I'm pretty sure I got a co- we got a code for Enter the Gungeon on, on Xbox like a thousand years ago. It's good. It's funny as. Yeah? It's very funny. Very self-aware. Um, the moments when the gameplay is good, you know, bullet hell, twin stick mm-hmm. shooter. Just little bits of humour. Like when you finish a level, like you kill a boss and you go down. I think the idea is to see how far you can go down before yeah. you eventually die you know you pick up different guns on the way different upgrades from the shop try to get further from it down when you get when you finish a boss and get to the elevator there's a button it's like hey big fight do you want to save and quick come back later and you're like not today talking button <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like that you know real witty yeah. kind of commentary it's good oh, very cool well worth it i think it's 20 bucks what's well, like know, seven bucks on ps4 right with now. the they just they did the final they've done the final update or they're doing it we talked about it last week I thought okay now's probably the time to actually give it a crack it's good I'm glad I did mm. I like it well for seven bucks I might jump on the PS4 then mm. I'll keep enjoying but if I've got if we is that I'm positive we got a code for it at some point I'm positive what, through email uh, look it up now maybe if I just search enter the gungeon it came up as a search result Duh. Seventeen. I don't know. I'm positive. Oh, I have to check. I have to check. I'll put up the Xbox and and then I'll yeah. anyway. And it, dust will come out of it. And it's good. Play. It's worth it. Speaking yeah. of Xbox, Game Pass next week. <gasps> Prey, Monster Hunter World. Fuck the fuck, That's man. And four other games, which are pretty good as well. But obviously, like Monster Hunter World, because I've I've been tempted to kind of jump back into it, and I nearly bought it the other day actually. 
just on special for like that. Oh, did you piss off your PS4 copy? No, I've still got it. Mm. But the PS4 is in my daughter's oh, room. And said, it's just yeah. so much. Yeah, I can't. I don't want to have to like unplug it every time I want to play it and do mm. all that stuff. Um, but it was 30 bucks. So I was like, oh, I might get it. And then, yeah, that's coming to Game Pass. That's fucking brilliant. Brilliant. You can get three months for like 16 bucks at the moment. Anyway, that's, pretty damn good, that's what I've been playing. The Division 2, still good. <coughs> uh, Finalising my build. Uh, mm-hmm. Really seeing some damage going up a lot. Nice. Mm-hmm. Having a much easier time. Like, you first hit World Tier 5 and it's like... Fuck! But I'm doing all the... Doing all the things on the hardest difficulty now. Like, the, you go... Uh, story mode, normal, hard, challenging and heroic. Mm-hmm. Heroic being obviously the hardest. Doing a d- completing things on that, good, well, strong, strong, strong. But then I don't know what to do after I've, after I finish my build. Yeah, you know, the raid's out soon, which is cool. There's a helicopter near base of operations, mm. and it's like offsite activities. And you get in the helicopter to go to the raid because it's offsite, it's off Washington. Yeah. So you know you get a group of eight people jump in the helicopter off to the this new raid that's coming out soon. Sounds very cool. It does sound cool. Sounds very you can cool. just set up the idea of it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be. Uh, <clears throat> what, what did I play last week? Division and Weedcraft. Because that's pretty much what I've been playing. Okay. Division and level 19 now, almost 20, I think. Um, I'm just digging that game more and slow more. Slow burning it. I'm slow burning I think slow, slow burning it is the right idea. Because I'm playing solo, it doesn't really affect me if I. And I've not done any Dark Zone stuff yet. So like, it's, I'm not I'm not at a disadvantage by taking a bit by bit by bit. No. Nah. Um, so I'm sort of chipping away a little bit. I've seemed to have managed to time it almost perfect the last three times. It's like, all right, cool. 15 minutes to maintenance. Like, motherfucker. No, yeah. It's Friday night. Yeah. Thursday or Friday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've been chipping away at that a little bit. So yeah, th- 19, enjoying it, sort of clearing up the map a bit more. So I'm trying to get all the SHD uh, caches and stuff. Yeah, WeCraft is still good, which is now out. It is now out on your Steams, and I believe it's on Steam and GOG. Um, it's probably it's like 15 bucks or something. The game's fucking great, and I'm still loving it. Uh, I, have, I haven't gone bankrupt. I've actually gone further this time than I did Ooh. last time to play it a little bit smarter. It's great. Now, um, we did have a stream planned for release day. Sorry, a video that Craig and I were going to do. But then after Mania, Craig got like butthole sick. Oh, and, really? Like, <laughs> I think he mania too hard. Um, he caught the Mania. Yeah. Poor fella. But uh, yeah, so that mania will get you. It does. It's pretty gnarly. It's it's even worse when it when it used to backlash. It used to come back. Um, Yeah, so like that that may still happen. It certainly may still happen, but it's just not on the release date like I wanted. Uh, I have dived into uh, Ace Attorney. You know the Phoenix Wright games. Game is fucking charming, man. Like it is great. Charming. So so it is a graphic novel, and like so it's one of those. What are they? Not graphic novel. What are they called? Like a uh, read a lot. Uh, what? Read a lot. Yeah, sort of. There's a lot of reading. It's a lot all done primarily in menus. Interactive. Uh, novel, yeah, pretty much exactly what it is. It's like, uh, so you you play Phoenix Wright, who is uh, an attorney, and you're you've just become an attorney. The first the first mission you take on is there's a woman that has been killed via blunt object to the face, um, and you have and you've got the, her boyfriend who has been accused. He hasn't done it. You see who does it. You know that you put the person you're interrogating had done it. 
you just got to like it's it's just showing you how, the process of how we how to when they deliver a statement you can break that statement down into its sentences and, and then you said like, it was on Thursday but you were actually there on Wednesday yeah and then you have to refer back to items that you have of evidence okay. and it, it's fun so you, you can actually like link sentences together like well that contradicts that and, how do you get evidence though uh, a lot of it's already there oh. but the, apparently you can as like as the games progress you can go to the play, the, the uh, what was it called the crime scene mm. and find some more stuff to help which is that weird line between what actual lawyers the do the police missed that giant blood stain on mm. the wall <laughs> it's got that same very dark tone but also that silliness like Danganronpa has mm. um, zany yeah, it's yeah, it's zany. Yeah, like the like the characters you meet are all kind of quirky and like, well, that person got beat the piss out of with this. That person jumped out of a building. Like it's kind of dark, but mm. it's also really lighthearted as well. Um, it's fun. Objection. Yeah, the objection thing is just as good. Like I've the reason I jumped on it. So we did receive an email from Capcom saying, hey, um, you know, Cat's like, hey, you guys, there's there's codes available if you want one. And I'm like, I've always wanted to play it. <laughs> I'm glad I did. Because yeah. that, that objection thing, is I've seen it a thousand times. I've seen it in the memes. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I want to know where that's from and play it. Mm. So it turns out this... So originally, Ace Attorney appeared on uh, the GBA mm. in Japan. And then it did come over the DS in the Americas and like the Australias. But this is... The, so it's been literally ground up remade. Like, this is not a remaster because it's... GBA would look like trash mm. but no, they've redone all the designs they've worked brought it all together and it's a really tight thing now I does, it, it doesn't feel like it has any extras like it feels like it's just the standard games just new on mm. this console so if you have played them before and you're like you're not going to get a bunch of additional features and cool shit it's just the games which is fine if that's what you're into yeah I am enjoying it so in terms of first impressions very much enjoying it cool and i do know uh that the days gone codes are out in the wild now Ooh. uh we i'm ha- gonna have to move my ps4 now yeah I? we haven't got one yet but we did reach out and it looks like one is in the works for us which is cool um so according to the embargo date that i've seen online um it looks to drop on the 25th so the day before which is a wednesday so sadly episode 100 will not be a days gone review like i thought it could have been um but 25th is a thursday yeah ideally if we can get it before brent if not you guys will get a, a first impressions and then a review probably a little bit after that a few weeks yeah probably a few <laughs> we kind of chip away at it yeah yeah but um that's enough about what we've been playing because it was news that these embar- it is totally news that days gone is out in the wild mm. but there is other news that you need to know about in the playstation Objection! well oh what I just wanted to say it. I just wanted to say it. Oh, good, didn't it? Uh, And this is the section we call Inform the Players, where we tell you about the PlayStation news that happened this week. You can now change your PSN ID. What, me? You. (gasps) And anyone listening. I can too. Hey. The online ID... First sentence, I fucked it up. The, I'm so excited. The online ID <laughs> change feature for PSN announced on the PlayStation blog will be accessible from a web browser and free to use for the first change. Any further changes will now. cost... Available now. We'll check, will cost $10 for PlayStation Plus members. $10 US. No, 15 bucks. Should you decide your new ID is not what you want, you can change 
as many times as you'd like or revert back to your original ID for free. Your old ID will always be available to you as other users cannot claim it should you rename your profile. To aid your friends on PSN, your old ID will be may, it says may, but will be displayed next to your new ID on your profile for 30 days. It's worth noting that there is a caveat involved to the name change process. While the large majority of most actively played PS4 games support the feature, games published before April 1st, 2018, not that long ago, uh, may, be compatible, may not be compatible with new online IDs. Playing these games may mean you still have to use your old username and there's a chance you could lose access to DLC. Mm. Sony's put together a list of tested games that are sorted into those with no issues, those with some issues, and those with critical issues. Those with critical issues, most serious camp, the most serious camp include popular games like Bloodborne, Dark Souls 2 and 3, Grand Theft Auto 5 and Warframe. GTF, yeah, makes sense. There is no individual information regarding these titles, but it's worth noting if you play them frequently, you may run into problems. So the problem, the, I understand like GTA 5 being a big thing because uh, a lot of, there was a lot of character cro- crossover from PS3 to PS4 and mm. being a super prominently online game. Plus it's like eight years old now. Yeah. Seven, eight years old. Uh, I know a friend of ours, Buddy Watson Mm. from Dash Culture. uh, He wants to just change his very slightly, but it it screws up all your... Everybody's golf is like directly affected by it. He's like, oh man. Mm. It's because he loves everybody's golf. Now, I myself am quite happy with Betson in capital letters. If I could, I'd remove the capital letters to have a capital B, lowercase. But I don't, I'm, I'm curious on how it will affect a lot of the games in the past. But that's just nitpicking. But then does it, though? I mean, I don't I don't <clears throat> often play really old games again. Yeah, it's a true. We're, we're in the situation where we play a lot of Same new games, Same with, like, the really. DLC. Like, I don't normally even buy DLCs for yeah. a lot of games. So I don't know. I'm not too fast. So are you, you going to take the dive? Yeah, next time I fire it up, probably will. What it is is a secret. Oh. Mm. Uh, let us know in the comments below what you think Everyone's Josh's getting new away. From XXS69 banged your mum. I'm going towards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am skidding right into Bonger before 20. Like, that is me. My my balls is Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've played someone with someone in the division last night just called Looks Like Your Mum. All right. <laughs> Let us know if you will be changing your PSN names because it's a it's very a hot button issue. Like for years and years and years, it's been an ongoing discussion about like, oh, can't we can't wait till we finally get this and, fi- and this finally becomes the common practice, right? Yeah. But I don't know anyone that would actually want it. What do you mean? Like apart from you, you're like, yeah. Oh, I'm not fussed, but you know, I was yeah. waiting for the opportunity to be able to do so. Um, but yeah, no. But it's not about how many people want it. It's just it's a feature. Yeah. That every other online that's true and it's a feature that should be there so i get that part yeah i'm sure they're doing their best to make it as smooth as possible but we you know there's a long history of how fucked up the back end of psn is Mm -hmm. and if this is the best they can do well that's the best they can do it's something though like it's it's, yeah yeah it's all it it is certainly showing like what we thought was the shortcoming of like everything is connected to that original name not like someone like not on a string of numbers like that literal name yeah and that's been the big downfall yeah number two we've learned a few things about star wars jedi fallen order reese wanted same is going to reveal a lot more about the game this weekend be tomorrow as of us recording Mm -hmm. so we're not gonna have that info on this episode fallen order is a single player game built using epic's unreal engine 4 not frostbite 
cool. It's scheduled for a 2019 release. Beyond that, all we have is the official blurb. Quote, from Respawn Entertainment comes a brand new action adventure game which tells an original Star Wars story around a surviving Padawan set shortly after the events of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. The game will be releasing holiday 2019. You can so sign Chris, up for newsletters. Yeah. Uh, in any case, Respawn will be showing more at this year's Star Wars celebration in Chicago <clears> tomorrow. <throat> Fast. Interesting that it's not on Frostbite, but apparently it was being developed on Unreal Engine before Respawn got purchased by EA. Mm. So they're like, yeah, we're not doing, we're not changing yeah. this book. Especially after Anthem <laughs> and all that, they're like, yeah, we're not going anywhere near Frostbite. Yes, yeah, so one of the other big claims, because there was some tweets going out, I believe it may have been from one of the director dudes of uh, of Respawn, who was like, yeah, single player, no, no microtransactions, you know, sort of like ticking all the right PR boxes, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And that's really cool. I'm happy yeah. with that. And, you know, there is the trailer drop today for, uh, for Star Wars Episode Nine. Did you watch it? I did. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't broken it down yet. I, I, I watched it kind of this morning, half asleep. Oh, the first, it was a, it was a teaser trailer. Yeah, it was not the actual trailer. So I don't understand. Like it just that just mm. give us the fucking trailer. <laughs> it's to build hype. I know I know how the marketing works, but yeah. it's still annoying. So when Dylan gets back from wherever the hell fuck he is right now, we're gonna go old school and we're gonna do a trailer reaction. Ooh. We haven't done one of them in like a year and a half. Yeah, very long time. Um, at the end of the trailer was interesting. The name is mm. what's intrigued me the most. Mm. Because uh, we on the pop on the Popsy community group facebook.com slash group slash the pop culturist, uh, we I found a headline that was like uh, title of episode nine is you know, could potentially be a, a line from the prequels. So I'm like, well, let's have some fun. So mm. everyone in the chat is just sort of like throwing in their things, and it's like Star Wars episode nine. I have a bad feeling about this. Star Wars <laughs> episode nine. I vote of no confidence. Star Wars <laughs> episode nine. Star Wars but, episode nine. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of really cool I gotta, ones. I gotta say, just through the trailer, Luke says something like in Ray's mm. mind, I guess, like something like you know about always being with you or something. And then there's a laugh at the end of the trailer. Sounds a lot like Hamill's Joker laugh. Mm. Sounds a lot like Hamill's Joker laugh. Hashtag Palpatine. Come back insane. Insane. Force Ghost? Insane. In the anyway, Force for ghost. the game, can't say much more about it. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> I, I said, it's, I'm excited. I, I am excited. I, I'm excited. Uh, it's been a long time since I played a good Star Wars game, yeah. so I'm very interested. Single player, right up my alley. And obviously, Respawn. Uh, <clears throat> there um, are nothing but good in, faith in right now. In everyone's hearts right now. Everyone's a big fan of Respawn, as they should be, because mm. they do do quality work. So, you know. They do do. Uh, number also three. Star Wars Episode 9. Hideo Kojima and Norman Reedus will both be featured in a panel at the Tribeca Film Festival in New York City that will be dedicated to Death Stranding, hosted by Jeff Keighley. The panel will take place on Thursday, April 25th, so we will not be able to talk about this next week, but you have to be the week after, and will run for an hour. Kojima and Reedus will discuss pushing the boundaries of the video game medium and talk about how their relationship is established over working on the title together. So it also sounds like we're not going to get anything useful. No. Like, fluff. no new information, just fluff. You know, we like each other. We work together. We are friends. We're developing a new way of doing things in games that will blow your mind. And it's trying to make a film festival. It's like, yeah, we should it like a film. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But it's worth mentioning because it is going to be a PlayStation. Yeah, no, we'll, um, we'll totally be talking about it uh, the week after it does happen um, in terms of how it lines up with us. Mm. But, uh, yeah, no, it should be interesting. I still think Death Stranding is fucking years away, but that's cool. Mm. 
I'm actually going to save that to lead into the topic. All right, I like it. Top selling games for weekending last week. And then we've got some quick bits. Number 10, The Lego Movie 2. Number 9, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number 8, Fallout 76. Number 7, Battlefield 5. Number 6, FIFA 19. Number 5, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number 4, Far Cry Dawn. Number 3, The Division 2. Number 2, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 1, Sekiro, Shadow Star. Red Dead got Twice. a bit of a bump back there. Mm, it's on sale. For, oh, so Fallout 76 as well? Mm. I mean, Red Dead's on sale on Xbox. I don't know if it is on PlayStation. I'd imagine it is on PlayStation. Uh, I believe it is as part of the Big East sale. Mm. Um, yeah. No surprises there. Sekiro's at the top because in quick bits, it sold two million. Sekiro has sold two million copies in two weeks. Fuck. Ubisoft's Starlink battle for Atlas physical toys have been cancelled. And actress Janina Gavanka confirms Horizon Zero Dawn is in development at a panel confirming she knows many secrets. Oh, knows all the secrets. All the secrets. Janina Gavanka. Gavanka. I think she was the lead actress in Battlefront 2. Oh, so it's, um, it's Shiva. What? It's Shiva. I haven't, didn't play Battlefront 2. You watch the league, right? Oh, yeah. It's oh, Shiva. Shiva. Oh, come in. So come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and she also had a role in, obviously, Horizon Zero Dawn number one. So yeah, that's that's coming. No surprise, really. Yeah, no, it's one of those things. Like we knew that we knew that the Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn two was coming. Whether it be a PS four game or a PS five game, mm. it's up to debate at this point. Yeah, um, but I'm it is definitely Shiva's in it. Yeah, because you know that pray, you know adds another layer. Um, Sekiro two million copies in two weeks. I it's pretty good, pretty impressive. I thought it could, I thought it could have done more, but that's cool. No, no. I, only because I thought the game was like bonkers popular. But then oh. again, there's like games that have done like wait, actually two million in two weeks. That's a fucking that's lot. a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, Starlink Battle for Atlas physical toys have been cancelled. Uh, little asterisk there. The game is still being supported. Is still being yes. continued. They are still making additional ships, additional weapons, and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff uh, through the the digital storefront. Mm-hmm. So you can still play the games and get yeah, cool new stuff. Yeah, but there's not going to be any more new They just things. can't make the shit anymore because no one fucking buying it. I had a look at Starlink after I read this. It looks pretty cool. It, it, it looks pretty I, cool. One of the guys at work has it and it's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. I was in EV and it's all on sale. I'm like, that's really cheap. Like, I don't, I don't want the physical shit, oh. but then again, I don't want to buy it at yeah. all. Yeah. But to- it looks Toys cool. to Life is pretty much done, I think, at this point. Mm. We've tried it a lot. And, you know, Skylanders fizzled out, Disney Infinity was just garbage in well, my th- opinion this which one Disney Infinity oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. see Lego Dimensions was cool in concept because mm. of the idea the toys were the dis- the Lego and Lego yeah. fucking rocks yeah but it just didn't have the pickup that it needed and I guess this is the final the final one isn't it at the moment yeah the final one on the market yeah um, yeah I don't know I don't it was also super weird what 2017 when we first heard about um, Starlink because like that's you're a bit late yeah so this came out in about October of last year so it's literally been less than a year Mm -hmm. less than just over six months yeah but the game does look pretty dope it does Mm. and if if you're playing on Switch you get get the Star Fox shit I don't give a fuck Star Fox sucks terrible just terrible games (laughs) 
Last bit of news leading into our main topic. The creator of Dark Souls, Bloodborne and Sekiro has expressed interest in creating a game where the story is the focal point rather than the gameplay. Talking at the opening keynote presentation at Reboot Develop, a games industry event in Dubrovnik, Dubrovnik Croatia, VG247 reports from software's Hidetaka Miyazaki explained that he loved to make a game where stories are focused. He name-checked Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2 as an example of the kind of game he was thinking about. He spoke more about this in a wider conversation about the idea of favouring gameplay over story. Could you imagine if they just like doubled down on like a Red Dead style, Red Dead presented mm. from software game? It'd be awesome. It'd be fucking awesome. And it'd be, it'd be great to see because like FromSoft have been doing the same primarily. This, this, the core bill build of what a FromSoft game is is, is being unique. It's been across Consistent. all Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Sekiro, or Sekiro, or whatever the hell I'm trying to say. And it's also been picked, and Bloodborne also picked up by other people like The Surge and so on yeah. and so on. So it'd be cool for them to take like, okay, we're still doing the same stuff that we know at and we're good at, mm. but we're adding more to it. Because apparently with Dark Souls, like the lore and the story around those games are brilliant. You just got to yeah, find it. Yeah, but it's made retroactively. Yeah. As in they design, from what I've read anyway, they design the levels and the gameplay and all that. And then they have to try to fit the story beats in around, because mm. it's gameplay first with these games as it has been forever. Um which would lead me to believe if they did do this style of game, like most games of that style, it would have a difficulty setting. Which leads us into our topic. You do the... What's the, what's the, the normal swerve? Which I'm Ah, that's it for the news, Ryan, though. Thank you. As we swerve into chatting to the players about difficulty in video games. Yeah, so uh, uh, not every time a From Software game tends to drop, there becomes this big conversation around difficulty settings and whether games like From Software games which are built to be hard should have an easy an easy mode for those that are having a little bit of a tough time. Hello. So, we <laughs> want to talk about fucking me up. So, <laughs> so we want to talk about easy mode whether we use easy modes, whether an easy mode is a bad thing whether you are less of a gamer because of your easy mode and should these games also have said easy mode we've touched on it before you know briefly um but if i can pick easy on a game i'd do it yeah i don't have i'm a veteran gamer i have nothing to prove to anybody except myself and normally the games i play these days it's just i just want to finish it and not for the sake of I'm fucking over I want to finish it I want to get to the end I don't want to hit any roadblocks I don't want to bash my face against the wall for hours trying to do this one thing um, so yeah if I can choose easy I choose easy Yeah. for the games that don't have it though so we'll, we'll get to that we'll okay, go, we'll, you, yeah. what do you do? so myself personally I, ha- I think I brought you around you did so I used to be an like an avid normal mode mm. maybe hard but so, not, so like, my lowest was always normal because it's like, well, this is the go- this is the way the game was intended yeah, to play. This is how the developers expect you to play. Yeah, so game. I had this purest look among you. You have to play it on a normal. Easy, easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you actually spat. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like it had you know I always played on normal, and then it it wasn't until you sort of been like, why don't you just enjoy it? I think I was really mad at again. I think I was fuming about something and like, mm. I can't seem to get past this dumb fucking point mm. it's pissed me off it's made me mad and I've been pretty sure you're like why don't you go easy man I'm like, no I can't do easy mode well, man some games will let you change it 
in the game and yeah. it automatically kind of scales everything. So I started to play on easy initially when I'd get stuck somewhere on normal and be like, I'm just going to drop it to easy, get past this bit and then I'll bump it back up to yeah. normal. And eventually I'm then I'm playing on easy. I'm like, I'm having so much more fun just, you know, destroying things and feeling all powerful that I just never went back. Yeah, one of the, the real, the game that really pivoted me to be open to playing on easy and be more comfortable like majority of the time i still play on normalish now but i'm not afraid to step back yeah. to easy if i need to uh -huh. so i think the game that really pushed that over the line for me was wolfenstein the new colossus because that, that game is still hard on easy that game is fucked <laughs> like it's normal is fucked when we were streaming it i think we bumped it all the way up yeah whatever the highest was <laughs> yeah it was, was not fun yeah and then we dropped someone but there's a trophy for beating it without dying on that moment. Getting, someone's got I it i don't know how you could do that Incredible. Like, no, because like that is the game. So that, is that that game is still like my was my game of 2017. That game is still absolutely brilliant, and I think I got more out of it by dropping it down that one. Because if you didn't, you probably wouldn't have finished. I wouldn't it. have finished it. So that by dropping it down, it allowed me to a because the gameplay is still tight, like the gunplay is still awesome. Mm. However, I be more engaged in the story and what it wanted to tell mm. and what it wanted to tell me and for that reason I was like I, I, I understood and enjoyed the game so much more which is weird because like I said at the start of the show I'm playing The Division 2 and I do everything on the hardest setting it can possibly mm. be but that's simply because A. I can hang there with my gear and B. You get more gear and stuff and in in the terms of looter shooters it's normally better if you can do it on a harder difficulty to do it yeah because the reward the rewards, pays you off the yeah. rewards scale with the difficulty and that makes sense but in these narrative games like the witcher and all that kind of stuff i'm not doing it <laughs> like on death march i think the hardest is in the witch difficulty i'm just not doing it now obviously the conversation has come up because of sekiro at the moment i'm having a lot of trouble wanting to go back to it because I haven't beaten that boss from last week mm -hmm. yet and I've just been bashing my face against the wall and obviously you know everyone arcs up and says get good you know yeah well I'm not and I can't so I get that I do I understand the argument from both sides I'm on the side of having an easier mode doesn't take anything away from your accomplishment of finishing it on the mm. harder mode you know, you still get that elation of beating a boss and you still get all of that. Whereas from a business standpoint, wouldn't you want more people to play it? Because they have a reputation. Oh, it's Dark Souls. That, no, nah, not touching it. Have you ever played it? No, but I know that it's fucking hard and I'm not going to do it. So, you know, you're losing sales in that respect as mm -hmm. well. Maybe not a lot. But the thing is, with FromSoft games in particular, because the difficulty comes from the combat and timing and all that. How do you make that easier? More no like the only way to do it is probably more noticeable tells, right? But even then, Not you still... really. Like you still need... You still... Like, I don't think so because everything... The one thing that FromSoft do that makes the game so precise in combat is they literally go frame by frame of animations and hit... Like, they ridiculous amount of time is spent into getting the timings just right the tells just long enough the connection box you know just that split second and i don't understand how you could really feasibly make that game easier other than just giving you a fuck ton more health but if you can't dodge the attacks you're gonna die anyway yeah 
make the enemies do less damage. But if you can't time and dodge and parry and all that stuff, you're going to die anyway. It's not really making the game any easier. Mm. It's just giving you a bit more of a little leg up. But the difficulty, I think, will stay the same. Yeah. Well, because the way that is so ingrained in what makes that game great and is also what the key defining features of the from soft games are like that's why it's there that's why that structure is there it makes total sense it's a game for grown-ups yeah but i think i don't think there is anything wrong with having a game that is difficult that's fine no of course not like if they if if you want to make a game difficult by design thumbs up cool that's your it's your prerogative as a developer although i do believe you know this is something mirrors something that i've heard recently like i under i do believe that games should be for everyone and there shouldn't be any gatekeeping or anything like that but sometimes like i I also don't believe that you should have to make everything for everyone i agree as well the thing is the way fromsoft do their difficulty in a very particular way Mm. Whereas games like The Division, the difficulty comes from there's more enemies and they have more health, they do more damage. Yeah. it's And you can make that easier easily because you just scale their health and damage down. Or, you know. But FromSoft games, I just don't understand how you could make an easy mode. I don't... I can't really wrap my head around it. Like I said, other than giving you more health or giving enemies less health, making them do less damage, making you do more damage you can't really put an easy mode in these games. Mm. I would like one. I mean, I'd be an advocate for it if they could figure it out because I've said before, like Dark Souls and Bloodborne aesthetically, I fucking love it. I love the lore. I've spent hours on YouTube looking at the lore of Dark Souls and Bloodborne. I've barely played them, Mm. but I know all about the lore because it's so interesting and very, you know, really deep. Um, And if there was an easy mode in the games, I'd be like, yep, I'm straight in. But I don't, understand how they could do it yeah and they're of course obviously they don't have to they're like no this is a game we are making if you want to get to the end you've got to figure it out you've got to play it you've got to work out the timings you've got to bash your head against the wall for hours against the boss until you finally get it down uh, and i you know i did notice that kind of skill increase in sekiro whereas like obviously the first couple hours is fucking destroyed but when you go past that section again for like the fifth time it's ching ching like you feel like a fucking god mm. going through because you learn the tales you know where all the enemies are and you know you you feel really cool once you get it down yeah and that is this that is the sense of reward or that's beauty about difficulty right like it's i know it's that too it's like you know if if something if everything is easy then you never kind of achieve anything right mm. but that's also a choice that we should be able to make as individual people it's this weird line now i don't want to con- i don't want to confuse the idea of, e- of an easy mode and accessibility that's very different things like i'm not saying they're like it's really hard so not everyone can play it. like if say if some person's got one hand like yeah that's totally true like i can't argue that but saying that there's a guy at my work who, ha- who due to a stro- uh, due to a stroke only has one functioning hand he was playing dragon edge inquisition yesterday kicking his ass Mm. I'm like better than I can play it with two hands. Yeah. So like I don't. That's there's that. Yeah. But that's a very different way. Well, we're talking about level uh, difficulty scaling, not mm. ease of use. Yeah. Um, I'm this. I'm in the certainly in the same the same boat of like is it a game that is designed purely around that 
when I like, like the division where you can scale that down if you wanted to, you can scale it up if you wanted to. That's brilliant. It's just that's, a numbers percentage. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's super easy because it's just the way the game is designed because they have designed with that scaling in mind. There is like this isn't arcades anymore. Arcades were designed to kick your ass, so you get they gave you so you gave them more money. Yeah, we're not in that world anymore, so there's nothing wrong with having changing difficulties. Mm. Like there are some games that personally that I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to jump on that because it's too hard for me and that's fine because that game wasn't designed for me mm. and nor should i feel that i have the right to play every game that i want and that the developers should tailor that game to me the individual yeah i agree with that too but like i said if all the from games did somehow have an easy mode i'd be all over there i would very I likely would play it on city it. I, wrong, I will play it on that easy mode yeah <laughs> but you know that that's just how their games are and you know that feeling of elation when you finally get a boss down is probably the best feeling you mm. can get in gaming these days you know getting past the first boss and that boss where you spend hours just like oh i can't do this and then you eventually get it that feeling you get afterwards you can't get that anywhere else in gaming mm. because it was fucking hard and you had to sit down and learn and you had to just grind it out until you you got it down and all the failures are on you not on the game being unfair it's like you are just not good enough to do this yeah. right now like i strongly disagree with the elitism that comes with difficulties as well yeah. it's like oh, i beat this on hard therefore i am best gamer <laughs> fuck cares yeah, fuck, off. fuck off fuck off it's one of those things like is i i honest, i like the the difference, well, we, why don't we keep referring, because we, we're using from soft games, the, the Soulsborne games, as the key difference here. That's like where the conversation the, the, always the comes up. The key line is like, I, what I love about it, because there is no difficulty scaling, if you just happen to be good, like if you can finish the Souls games, there's no like, I'm a better gamer than you. It's like, you are just good at the game. Yeah. Like, it's not like you played it on normal. Yeah. Ah! You suck. Doesn't make you a better person. It make there's like that unanimous like there's like this agreed unanimous thing of you finish that game, fuck yeah, yeah. and then you pump it out. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that, like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, you did it, man. And that and like that's yeah. what it comes. You ever play like, Dark Souls? Yeah, man, beat him. Like, oh, oh shit! Like Cause especially because if you're in the boat of like I can't beat these games, you kind of go, damn. Yeah, and like, yeah, man. see, that's that's where I personally disagree with the whole like good good sentiment. Mm. Like that's not fun. No. It's just it's like... It's not constructive. Yeah, it's not constructive. So if someone's like, hey, I'm having a problem with this game. Like, oh, cool. What are you having a problem with? And then I'll... Yeah. And like, and that... Yeah. Then Do you notice right before that attack that kills you, he does this and that's the tell? And you go, oh, I didn't even know. And then there's two, then there's two people going, we beat it! Yeah. Like, yeah. there's nothing... Hey, okay, man, I did it. Really? Fucking yeah, like, there's man. Nothing, like, there's nothing worse than, oh, I'm at the top of the tower. Hey, fuck off. Mm. Yeah. I'm on the tower. Like Triple H through the 2000s. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Back to wrestling. <laughs> but, yeah, and I, I I certainly... Do I think, yeah, for, in, in summary, I suppose, should the From Software games have difficulty scaling? No. No. Would I like it if they did? Sure. Absolutely. Should, should Are we less players because sometimes we play on easy? No. no we're fucking old we don't have the same skills we had a decade ago 15 years ago nor do i have the time to spend seven hours on one fucking boss fight mm. i have a job i have a child i we, we run this like you know you've got a child you've got a job too you got two children's like we don't have time for that shit no. we're not fucking you know 15 year old kids that can spend an endless amount of time or you know we're not you know, we're not single we don't live at home like there's I know make it. There's a lot of generalizations that you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. you're committed to responsibilities. Your yeah, we have too many responsibilities that make doing that 
not possible. And we still want to enjoy games and we still want to be able to talk about them. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine if we're like, did you play anything this week? I'm like, oh, I'm just stuck on the same fucking boss. Yeah, yeah, no progress. The thing with Sekiro is that I knew I shouldn't have bought it mm. because I knew I would hit this point, as I did with Bloodborne, as I did with Dark Souls 3. Get five, six hours, like, yeah, this is cool, I'm getting it, and then you get to that boss and you're like, this is exactly why I stopped playing the last FromSoft game because I am just not good enough to do this. Yeah. I don't know why I thought Sekiro would be different. It's really hard. I'm stuck. But saying that, though, like, I, I don't see that as, like, a defeatist stance. I see that as a... Yeah, like, there, there's something powerful even going, you know what? I'm just not good enough. Yeah. But, and I, that's knew, okay. but I knew I wasn't. And I still dropped 80 yes, bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you're, 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 you're always certainly being like, and that's okay. No, it's fine. Not everything... You know, I'm, not good enough to to, I'm not good enough to finish Sekiro, and that's okay. But I already knew I wasn't. Yeah. I don't know why I spent the money. It looks cool. I like the theme. Like the other FromSoft games. I love the theme. I love the setting... I, I, certain, I certainly don't it. think you would, you're at a place where you regret your purchase, I don't think. Not yet. But the thing is, is because of that wall, it makes me want to stop playing it for a few days. Mm. And then all the te- like reflex and technique you've picked up is gone by the time yeah, you get back to it. It's not, they are definitely not games you can put back down. To summarise, should they have it? No. Would I like it if they did? Yes. Yes. So what we do is we did we reached out to the Popsy community and asked them what their thoughts were on difficulty uh scaling difficulties in games and all that sort of stuff. If anyone replied with get good, they're out of the community. <laughs> Dylan Blight commented on Twitter. <laughs> no. <Get good. laughs> no, he dropped he he said real gamers play all games on CRT TVs with the screen off. He's got a good point. Can't argue that. <laughs> Actually, just just to go off CRT TVs, do you ever go back back and play the old? Do you ever go black? <laughs> Sometimes. Do you ever go back and play the original like Mario games and all that? Yeah, they're hard. Fuck, they're hard. <laughs> they are so hard. I don't even know how I beat them. As a, the thing as a kid though is that you got one game every six months. Mm. You got a birthday and Christmas. You got a new game. So whatever you got, that's what you fucking played. And that's what you need to do these days with the FromSoft games. That's just what you play. Yeah. And you figure it out. Like, I don't even... Like, I was thinking about the other day, same as you, like, like going back and like, all these games I played like endlessly and now I go back and like, that's fucking bite. How did I do this? Or A, how did I do this? Or B, how did I get much entertainment out of it? Yeah. Like when I went back and played Siphon Filter on, the, on that stream, like, this game's balls. <laughs> Why don't I like this game? This game sucks. Yeah. And I guess that's, you know... Roast in the glasses better games are out there now but even then it's but kind it's, of the, jank. it's the, the first time experiencing yeah. so that's why I like World of Warcraft is no, so near and dear because it's the first time you've experienced that kind of thing and anything mm. that comes after it is just never as good because you never get that first time feeling it's true mm. it's true anyway now, uh, so next is Damien Holdies, one of our Patreon producers he said as long as the game is being played as the developer intended so if they have included an easy mode I assume it's fine I like that. I like that thinking. That's very good. Max, Max Cooper with a novel has written us a small um, like uh, monologue. 
Uh, for games like Sekiro and the Soulsborne, having an easy mode would take away from the real reward of playing that game, in my opinion. It's not a story-driven game. The moments of reward come from overcoming the obstacle that's been blocking your path for so long. In a story-driven game with lots of set pieces, I can't see I, I can't see an issue with a baby-ass baby mode. If you're playing a game for its story and you wouldn't otherwise play the game due to difficulty barrier, by all means, drop that. There's no point beating your head against a wall almost your word for word, to enjoy the story that if that is the reason for your playing. People, however, don't play Soulsborne games to enjoy the story. They are there to be challenged. That's the point of the game. Developers shouldn't have to change their design because some people don't have the patience or the mental fortitude to overcome the challenges that face them in these kinds of games. If it's too hard, don't play it. Although, to play devil's advocate with myself, I'm not saying that if Sekiro Souls had an easy mode, that the people who play or easy wouldn't feel the same satisfaction that those of us who have played and enjoyed them would. It just seems strange to tell a developer their vision for the game is wrong because it's too hard. I agree with pretty much all that. Kyle Dunn, that's the old crispy biscuit. He says, From software are known for being creators of challenging games. If you jump into one of their games expecting an easy time, then you're a fool. Thank Those you. Those games are for people <laughs> who like a challenge. A lot of old retro games used to be this challenging, but we've forgotten that. Remember that. even old school Mario? Hey. You die, you start all over again. Nowadays, these old retro games on the current Nintendo system allows you to save at any time and return to the game when you like. So that challenge is now gone and made easy for people to play. I welcome games like, like Sekiro. Finally, a game with a real honest challenge and people want to change that. No. People have gotten soft and like Uncle Chopper says, harden the fuck up. Crispy <laughs> out. Mic drop. Nice. Martin Boomer comes in and goes, I feel that easy mode should be there. As an advocate of casual gaming, not everyone has the time, patience, ability, or skill to be able to, perfe to perfect a... To a be able to poo. Yeah, to poo. <laughs> <say> that? <laughs> that is true. He does have three children. I bet his poo times are very restricted. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> to perfect a fighting or a, a paving game. Pathing game. E even still, for those with experience, I use FPS easy mode for muscle memory training. I, st I will, however, say the game developers should have the choice of how they want to tell their story if a game dev decides not to have an easy mode i'm fine with that but they can't whinge that they don't have a casual player base if they don't account for one true uh, what else have we got here we, we, we this is probably one of the things we got the most responses on in like fucking ever so this is very very cool uh oh fuck three three more biggies wow Jonathan Kivers jumps in. He says, As a parent and somebody who lives a generally busy lifestyle, I don't have slash make the time to get invested in games as I once did. Man, Man Jonathan, you're speaking, you're speaking directly to our lives right now. <laughs> Having an easy mode allows me to get involved in the in, uh, the immersive elements of a game such as world design and storyline without having my rel relatively poor skills become a barrier to enjoyment. As my daughter gets older, an easy mode is a good way for her to take interest in and participate in my hobby, which she may choose to take on as an interest of her own raymond standen second last one if a game has an easy mode i don't think anyone should be criticized for using it yeah, so yeah. far our community is fucking awesome <laughs> uh if i play if i play everything on easy if that's an option purely for time constraints i like challenges but not everyone has to be difficult sometimes i just want to explore or experience a story 
playing on easy doesn't impact that at all i've played through uh, i played through some games on high difficulty such as finishing the uncharted get games on crushing wow. which was uh brutal but was it fun as playing them on easy difficulties personally not for me Mm-hmm. Some games are built around the difficulty, like Dark Souls and Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden, and I think there are expectations, uh, exceptions to the rule, as difficulty there is integral to the experience, but in a lot of games, high difficulty just tends to equate to player has less health, enemies have more. Mm-hmm. And finally, Steven says, easy mode, I feel, has to be a thing. Without easy mode, a younger generation won't be able to build a tolerance for losing. Once they have mastered the hand-eye coordination, normal uh, normal end up should be the, well, normal. That That's why difficulty is such an in, in, intricate part of the industry. Because without it, we would be left with no progress and angry Russian kids yelling at us for being a dumb fuck for not clutching. <laughs> That sounds bad. Uh, there's a story behind that. Peaking got a little real there. <laughs> but thank no, you. I get it. Thank yeah. Thank yeah, you. Thank you everyone. everyone for taking the time to write your write uh, your thoughts on easy modes in games. But having said that, for the younger generation, you know, to get into it, we didn't have that. Like Mario didn't have an easy world. Donkey Kong didn't have an easy mode. That's true, but you know, it's one of those things. It's like, well, back in my day, we didn't have like we didn't have polio. So you know, it's like. It's that, it's that example of it's like, well, you know, we had it really tough, so should you. It's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't think. Uh, Shovel Knight's hard. Shovel Knight's hard. I finished it. I haven't finished it. You just got you got to know what's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. I know that FromSoft games are not in my wheelhouse, but I desperately want them They're to so be. so intriguing, But they? I'm also just not going to put in the time. But that's on me. Yeah. That's not on FromSoft. It's just on me because I don't want to do what they expect me to do. That's true. If you too want to share your thoughts on easy modes in games, drop them in those comments below. Head over to that, that Facebook group, Discord, all the social links are in the description below. First comment would be, you fellas just need to get Yeah, if, so, if someone does say get good, I'm going to give you a thumbs up and, and delete that bad boy. Yeah, thumbs up and a quiet fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping up public appearance. I respect that, you yeah, it's like, uh, you asshole. <laughs> but, speaking of, these are the games that are coming this week in a section we call Inform the Players. New PlayStation games for April 16, 2019. Now, as always, we are using the drop from the PlayStation blog. That This does primarily include, uh, this is for the North American PSN, so some of these games may not come to Australian just yet. I can't imagine how fucked the NAPSN is compared to ours. Oh, it's hot mess. I go over there occasionally because it's it's not just games that come out each week. It's like a metric fuck ton of wallpapers and themes and avatars. So if you go new releases, it's never just new release games. It's everything that's dropped this week and it's the dumpster fire. Music and movies. Yeah, it's fucking rank. Anniversary Collection Arcade Classics PS4 Digital. Crossovers by Palgi. Didn't we have... A Palgi game last week? Oh, uh, sure. PS4, PS Vita Digital Cross by Dark Quest 2, PS4 Digital. Ghost Giant, PSVR Digital Retail. This is by the team that made uh, Faye. Oh. Did you see Faye? I did see Faye. Hmm, looks nice. Uh, as a ghost giant, you are the protector of a lonely little boy, Lewis, who's in dire need of a helping hand. Build trust with Lewis by helping him overcome big or even gigantic obstacles. Discover Lewis's world. Meet its eccentric inhabitants and experience a heartwarming and sometimes heartbreaking story god's trigger ps4 digital heaven's vault ps4 digital iron snout ps4 ps vita digital cross by 
Just seeing because there's a pig on this makes me want Hogs of War so bad. Hogs of War. You remember that game? Yeah. Makes me want a remake so bad. It was like Worms Armageddon, but 3D with pigs. Yeah. Good game. Colonel Porky. It was one I remember. Uh, My time at Porsche. What what was the the, the cover? Was the helmet? It was Born to Grill. What? Yeah, that's right. Born born to Grill grill or something like that. Nurse Love. Love that one. Take a look at it. I keep seeing that this one, my time at Portia, everywhere. What's it about? Start a new life in the enchanting town of Portia. Restore your past neglected workshop to its former glory by fulfilling commissions, growing crops, raising animals, and befriending the quirky inhabitants of this charming post-apocalyptic world. Oh my God! This is my game of the week! Mm. This is mine. Nurse Love Syndrome. (laughs) RE Therapy, PS Vita Digital. Please read that bad boy. Meet cheerful Kaori... Kaori Sawai, fresh out of nursing school as she joins the Yuri Gahama Hospital, surviving a near death experience as a child, left her with a desire to become a nurse. <laughs> the cover's all kinds of good. Yeah, it's like four <laughs> anime, anime babes. Six. Six, six two, anime babes. No, no big old anime titties, though, so that's a big shame for you. Oh, you can't see. Let's just. Yep. Keep, One in. World is Ended, PS4 Digital. Path to Nemnison. M N E M O Relax. Is the M song or is the N song? I don't know. Just let me read this. Relax. Okay. Empty your mind. Mm-hmm. Activate your senses and oh, immerse shit. yourself into the path of Nemnimni. <laughs> a hypnotic adventure created with an <laughs> with an infinite <laughs> zoom. Walk the path, explore your mind, and recover all lost memories by solving dozens of imaginative puzzles. Will you be able to reach the end of the path of Nyem <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's my game of the week. <laughs> Please don't touch anything. Ah, fuck. It's for digital. Quiver. Oh. But spelt stupid. Archery VR game. Alex started archery last week. Oh yeah, was I dope. did see. That's cool. How's he, how is he at it? He really liked it. Nice. He got many kill shots. Ooh. I'm a bit worried. We got two snooker games this week for some reason. Snooker nineteen. <laughs> snooker nineteen PS4 digital and retail and Snooker Nation Championship PS4 digital. Now you'd obviously want to go with Snooker nineteen because it does have a retail version and obviously that means the company has more faith in their title mm. whereas Snooker Nation Championship unfortunately is only available digitally and also has no people on the cover mm. so you know you can make up your own mind about that but why are the two of them on week is there a big snook tournament on is that, is that what's going on snook mania snook mania Table of Tales The Crooked Crown PSVR Digital Tarot Readings Premium Fuck yeah There's the game of the week Do I have to read it? Nah Good Trubabrook PS4 Digital and Retail Read this one out Really? Yeah Okay Enjoy an adventure vacation to the 1960s parallel universe, a thrilling sci-fi mystery adventure game that takes place at a remote village in rural Germany. You won the trip in a lottery, or at least that's how it seems, but instead of getting some rest, you could find yourself having to save the world. So I have seen a lot of this game recently, like 
prior to prior to release. I haven't played any of it, but a good friend of mine, a good friend of ours, Zach from Well Played, has been all up in this game shit for yeah. like forever. Okay. Uh, he sent me a bunch of videos and stuff that were really really cool. So what it's doing is it's, it's essentially doing um, like three like legitimately built models as the backdrop, okay. and then they superimpose like an animated sort of claymationy person in the game. Mm-hmm. So as you it being a point and click style adventure game, you do have those finite edges that you walk across. It's stunning, man. Like behind the scenes video that uh, he linked me was of them building the sets, okay. and it's fucking cool. Yeah, it's like so cool. Like, I want to play it. I, I, I know that uh, Paul from Player Two has been playing. I did notice on the PSN he's been spending some time with it. So I'm sure there's a review on the way for him from from the guys over there. I'll have a look. But I will um, check it out. World of Warships Legends PS4 Digital and World War Z PS4 Digital and Retail. Oh yeah. Humanity is on the brink of extinction. Again. The again wasn't in there. It's just, you know. Implied. From New York to Moscow and Jerusalem. I feel like that's a song. What song? <laughs> There's a song from New York to Moscow. Jerusalem's not part of the beat, though. <laughs> uh, the undead apocalypse continues to spread. As the end looms, a hardened few band together to defeat the horde and outlive the dead. World War Z. Z is a heart-pounding co-op third-person shooter featuring swarms of hundreds of zombies. Right before DayZ. Not DayZ. Days Gone. Gone Days Gone. Gone. Uh, I saw the trailer for this. My fuck it does it look double A. Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> it don't look good. I feel like it's going to be like Overkill's The Walking Dead. Yeah. On a good note, though, people that are interested in Days Gone will pick this up and go, ooh, that's a brag. That's a bag of shit. And then they Look go play Days and they go play Days Gone. I'm like, this is the game that I should have got because like Days Gone looks looks pretty brilliant. Um, from what I've played, I'm totally in. Uh, so, give me more of that. Less World War Z, more Days Gone. It's a shame because World War Z, the book was very very good. The movie was alright. Remember right? the movie was the book in title only. Yeah, because the book. Like, every chapter is a different part of the world. Ooh. And how, in your protagonist, every chapter, just how they're dealing with that situation that mm. they're in, like a nurse and this and that. Very, like, sad. Like, very sad stuff. And the movie's just like... <laughs> Brad Pitt! <laughs> 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 this movie can't be bad! Which it wasn't. It was mediocre. So, so before we do we do swipe out for uh, getting to the last little outro part we should we should re- remind you all once again that next week is episode 100 we and we are doing yeah sure fuck yeah <laughs> that was easy but yeah <laughs> we have nothing planned except pizza now mm-hmm. so we, we, we we'll likely be doing the same old show as them we might do some reflections about you know our 100 weeks of doing this show mm. uh, and if you want to send any messages our way as well we'll also read them out because party hats party hats will be a ton of fun because it's one of those weird situations of like we would probably keep doing it anyway even if no one was watching yeah but there are some people that watch which is nice just enough just enough <laughs> like 10 plus <laughs> just enough for us to not go well that was a total waste of your time <laughs> Uh, but no it's a big thank you to you guys as well for um supporting us and supporting pop cultures in general like this is i've been podcasting for seven years now eight years mm. and this is the longest running show that i've done like the first one i did went for 88 episodes uh popsy on the radio went for 70 something and then we'll finally be able to hit a hundo on former players nah, quit. Happy. 
Makes I'm sense. out today. That's it. That's my life. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that final PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Wait, what? <laughs> on YouTube oh, at heart. 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part, wait. There's no more future conversations, but if you still want to talk to us, <laughs> join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you feel ungenerous, join us on Patreon for no reason because the show's over. <laughs> Patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there, check out the tiers. Might be something that interests you. The show might not actually be over. Well, if you want to sh- show your sport for a show that's now ended on your body, hit popculturist.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like this and other assorted crap with our logos on it. We are also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist. And a show that hasn't died yet is The Young and the Wrestlers. That's our wrestling podcast with I'm myself and Jem. Get it, head over. We just did our WrestleMania uh, week. R- week content. three, uh, Two episodes, one on Mania and one on the post-Raw uh, and sp- the post Mania Raw and SmackDown fucking quality episodes this week. Not of us. No. On TV. We're pieces of shit. Yeah, we're like our show was hence why adequate. Hence why, hence why we're calling it calling it a day. Mm. Just to clarify before we end the show. The show is continuing. Please tell you. <laughs> please, 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 please come back next week. <laughs> please, it'll be fun. It'll be awesome fun. All right, as, and uh, as always, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders, and that was for the players. See you next week. Or will we? <laughs> no, you will. We're just trying to create our own hype. <laughs> <laughs> will they? Won't they? Ooh. Even I don't know. You, you saw this pizza. So you're coming if there's pizza. I am coming if there's pizza. <laughs> and I'm eating. <laughs> and then I'll eat some pizza. Bye. Bye. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan-supported at patreon.com slash thepopculturist. And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, Damien Holdies, Hakim NPC, Lee Winterchauvin, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.